Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of 15 Minute You. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother Matt. What up, Doug? Apologies for the delay in broadcasting. We were both traveling back to our respective coasts yesterday because of the holiday. But they say late's better than never. Let's talk some football. Matt, give us a recap of that top 25. Yeah, so we had some uh, drastic or not so drastic changes. Michigan drops one spot down to number five. Phew! West Virginia is up five spots after beating Iowa State to number 14. Louisville only slides five spots uh, after losing to UK, 41 to 38. I don't know if the AP didn't realize, like, we're talking football here, not basketball. <laughs> Just not really acceptable to be losing to Kentucky in that type of environment. Agreed. Number 23, Nebraska, is down six spots after getting handled by Iowa, 40 to 10. Rest in peace. A lot of teams falling from the polls this week. It was a bloodbath. Houston, Boise State, Utah, Texas A&M, Washington State, Tennessee. See you when I see you. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Number 17, Stanford. Welcome back to the party. Number 19, Virginia Tech. Stanford's also back at the party. Welcome to the party. Number 20, Navy. Woo! Number 24, Pitt. Welcome to the party for the first time this year. Number 22, Iowa. For the first time this year, number 24, USF. All right, Evan, you're taking one team. You're going to have to make a beer run, take a step out of the top 25 party. Who's stepping out? Tough call. You know, it's, I think it's obviously between Louisville and Nebraska. I think I'm going to just let Louisville slide this one time, guys. You, like, better bring more than a six-pack next time, and I'm going to ask Nebraska to leave. Because you had that Bobby Petrino fanhead whispering in your ear all night? Exactly. You, <laughs> you know it. You know it. Uh, I got to say that. Tennessee being dropped from the party. I mean, look at the SEC teams dropping, though. Oh, Texas A&M gone. Like flies. Tennessee gone. Yeah. Tennessee lost to Vanderbilt. you got to be kidding me with Vanderbilt. Get out of here. So, enough talk about the SEC. Let's talk about the game. Reaction, Evan. Okay. Vanderbilt. First things first, uh, we'd like to say our hearts go out to Columbus today. I don't know if anyone saw. There have been reports of a mass knife attack. Latest headline I saw was 11 people injured. We, of course, keep everyone in the OSU family in our thoughts and prayers, and we wish those 11 people a speedy recovery. Um, That said, shout out to both teams in the game. It was a great game. Unbelievably tough loss, but I have to say it was probably the best game I've watched. No, not probably. was for sure the best game I've watched all season. First time the series has ever gone into overtime in history, and it went into double overtime. Obviously, I wish it went the other way, but it was a phenomenal game to watch. I think what we were talking about on Thursday's pod really came true. The marquee matchup was OSU's offense versus Michigan's defense. You know, which one would break more? And we also mentioned that it might come down to turnovers, and it really did. Uh, Speech, you know, pick six, although they had other opportunities to come back and win it, but that may have been the settler. Matt, one of us should probably talk about the refereeing. Can't be both of us. So I will allow you to talk about... The refs. I would like it to last no longer than 90 seconds, but I will allow it to last two minutes. You may start now. So you just want to make me sound like a whiner? Well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. I know you guys got my back. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have react however you want to uh, Harbaugh's press conference. Honestly, if he's not as pissed as he is, I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah, Like, agreed. I'm glad he was fuming. You know, you can't comment on officials like that. He knew he was going to get fine, so $10,000 fine, whatever, whatever. But a lot of close calls. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with the pass interference calls against Michigan and the no call against Michigan going either way. They just can't 
both go Ohio State's way. Um, you will never be able to convince me that that was a first down, but yeah, uh, I do understand it's a close call. I can see how that would happen. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, Michigan shot itself in the foot. Michigan sure. didn't lose the game because of the officials. They might have lost the last round of overtime in that way, but it shouldn't have gone to overtime. Absolutely. There's two, you know, checking turnovers earlier. The turnovers didn't come from the Michigan defense and Jabril Peppers. It came from Wilton's feet. That pick six, not that was a team effort pick. The second pick was on him, but the fumble on the two-yard line is just inexcusable. Yeah. And on the other side of the ball, you had JT Barrett just playing like the man that he is. Yeah. You know, his legs, I For think sure. in the last three years in a row, have just led Ohio State to victory over the blue, and it was the same thing that we saw. I'm also still not going to be convinced that Urban Meyer is not a Sith Lord. <laughs> Him and Belichick, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. They're both Sith. So, I don't know. I'm heartbroken, but like you said, great game. Let's talk a little playoff, though. Let's Final do it. Final playoff mini rankings are coming out on Sunday. Before we talk about who's in the playoff, who, in your opinion, after last weekend, who are the best four teams in college football? In my mind, it's Alabama, OSU, Clemson, Michigan, in that order. OSU needed double overtime to beat Michigan. I don't see how Michigan can't be considered number four. 100% agree. I actually put Michigan above Clemson. They have way more quality wins than... I feel that. I think that's bold. They've beaten both Penn State and they beat Wisconsin. The two people play in the Big Ten title game. But, yeah, no. I don't know how you can watch college football last Saturday and come away with a different outcome there. Yeah. But who's getting into the playoffs? You know, I think there's about a million scenarios, folks. And just preview for tomorrow, we're going to outline them all once the official rankings come out. But my gut is telling me Michigan is getting a lot of love in the polls, and they're getting a lot of love from the committee. I mean, look at last week. So this really makes me think they're going to get in. So thus, I'm going to stick with those four teams I just named. Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan. That's assuming Clemson doesn't Clemson it in the ACC championship. I think we're blinded by our own love here, dude. Fine, whatever. I'm a homer, so shoot me. True. I, uh, to me, I would uh, gut is saying that it is going to be Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Penn State. Because I think Penn State's going to win the Big Ten. I think that they're in. That'll give them the Big Ten champion, strongest Conference of college football, hands down. And they have the best win of the college football season so far, beating Ohio State at home. Uh, I think it's just too much to put two Big Ten teams in that didn't play in the Big Ten championship without a lot of dark magic. Yeah. Since we have a little extra time, can we just real quick talk about, although I love college basketball, how annoying it is that they're revealing the rankings like during halftime of a basketball game. Ease up. Ease up, NCAA. Uh, I mean, ESPN, you know they do their best to Got it. hog as much attention as humanly possible. Right. You get all the basketball fans and all the college football fans to turn to the same channel at the same time. I could, like, and they have their own show for the reveal each week. Yeah. Like, this isn't basketball where they do one reveal. Like, this is a, ease up. Well, pretty healthy ego. But when uh, you control all the cards, you can do almost anything you want. Fair. Fair. Just grab them right by the... <laughs> okay. Well, that being said, let's get into uh, pick them real quick. And folks... Matt's complete freefall from last week has carried over into this week. He is now he went four and four last week, meaning I'm now four heads four games ahead of him. Uh, we both got burned by those refs in Columbus, as well as picking Florida. I really didn't see that Florida one going that way. No, I didn't, and then I forgot how bad the SEC was. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> then we split the Air Force Academy 
versus Boise State. Thank you, Falcons. Appreciate it. And the A&M game against LSU. I took the Academy and A&M. He took Boise and LSU. What did not pay off, though, Matt, was this tall yeah. talk of the upset of the year in the Apple Cup, taking the Cougs. Never doubt Peterson. Never doubt Peterson. Thank you, sir. I said on Thanksgiving, though, that my gut in the morning was that they were going to win. Couldn't back away after how much I had talked about it, but that was stupid. I agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, folks, we're going to pick all the championship games. As usual, let's start with the games we agree on. On Friday, we got the MAC championship game, number 13, Western versus unranked Ohio. We're both taking Western. Row that boat. Next conference, American Athletic Championship featuring number 20, Navy versus Temple. We're both taking the mids. Then we have Big Ten Championship, Penn State versus Wisconsin. I don't want them because I want Michigan in the cha- in the playoffs, but I'm picking Penn State, and I think that's going to ice Michigan out. We'll see. Actually, deep down, like I don't want them because I'm a, I'm kind of like a die easy Wisconsin fan. I'm a yeah. Wisconsin fan. Penn State's hot though, man. They've won eight in a row. They haven't won eight in a row since 2000. I just got to think. Also, I think they'll take it. Folks, I just want to point out Matt spent his freshman year at Penn State, so clearly, if he's rooting for Wisconsin, he did not enjoy Penn State. Uh, then we have Conference USA featuring the powerhouses of Louisiana Tech versus. Western Kentucky, we're both taking the Hilltoppers. Then we have Mountain West Conference featuring San Diego State, Aztecs, at Wyoming. In a weird conference rule that they have, the conference chip game is hosted by one of the teams, the team with the best record, or they have a complex uh, tie-breaking system. So because it's in Wyoming, that's why I'm taking the Cowboys. That, That Wyoming Stadium, man, few teams go in. Not many come out alive, I'll tell you that much. It was too loud for Boise. Yeah, it was way too loud for Boise. Then we have the SEC Championship game, Alabama versus Florida. You're insane if you're taking Florida, although I might put money on it depending on what the spread is. And then... We, we didn't say, though. What's that? Alabama covered the spread. Like, they did cover the spread. They did. You should have bet me, dude. Should have. Should have. I mean, well, I was... talking to Todd, couldn't take the bet. I know. Well, you know... I didn't want to rub it in your face on the pod considering how bad I'm beating you at Pick'em. And then we have Southwestern Athletic Conference featuring Alcorn State versus Grambling. I'm picking Grambling because I don't even know where Alcorn State is. Like, I know it's a college. I just don't know where it is. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have the two games where we disagree. We'll start off with the ACC Championship. Number three, Clemson versus number 19, Virginia Tech. I'm taking Clemson. Matt, you're taking Virginia. Is this more of a heart over the head kind of situation? Oh, it's absolutely hard, dude. I, I I just couldn't do it. I'm not ready to see the season just slip away. I was so ready for that playoff all year. Yeah. Go Hokies, man. I mean, and, and come on, Clemson, my heart. Clemson, I, I, on a serious note, they've been suspect all year. Went to overtime with North Carolina State. Lost to a very mediocre pit team. This isn't like some powerhouse that I'm just like not considering that rationale, though. Virginia Tech is true. as mediocre as Pittsburgh, I think. But I'll admit I paused on this game. It's not like I was immediately Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Then we have our last game, Pac-12 Championship. It's on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Colorado versus Washington. I'm actually taking Colorado, slightly also a heart-overhead situation, but you're going the reverse in this scenario. You're taking Washington. Thoughts? I wanted to. I actually typed out Colorado, and then I was like, no, you were an idiot last week. (laughs) I had all those hard picks. I just got burned. So I, I couldn't do it again. I just I can't let you get that far ahead and pick them. So Fair staying enough. with the Huskies, and I'm actually taking your advice. Don't doubt Chris Peterson. 
It's good advice. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Um, Matt, before I let you close this out, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Western's turnover situation, right? Oh, yeah. I let that go at the top of the at the, at the beginning. I apologize, fans out there. Uh, they commit or they caused three turnovers this week, and they actually have not broken ahead. However, Old Dominion dropped in their game, so now the tie is back to just Washington and Western. Maybe they can get it done this week. I would love to see them finish out the year number one on their own. Two other quick update: Fathead of the year. This is a heated race still between Bobby Petrino and Chad Kelly. <laughs> Baylor administrator Heath Nielsen. I mean, does Waco continue to be the doom and gloom of college football? <laughs> Good Lord. What? Mm-hmm. He's making a, just a late push for fathead of the year. There was a reporter at Baylor questioning a player multiple times who was walking off the field. So Nielsen's a little bit hot out of the collar about it. What does he do? Grabs the reporter by the throat. That uh, makes sense. Nielsen ends up being charged earlier this week. So if you haven't put in your final ballots for fathead of the year, Trino, Kelly, we're taking Nielsen as a write-in if that's something you want to consider. <laughs> as much as I loved watching Brian Kelly squirm and try to get out of saying he had no idea what was going on in 2012 or 2013, oh, you know, he was making a national championship run, like didn't pay attention to the details of his team. Right. Uh, they had to vacate those wins. You know what they can't vacate, though, Evan? Well, her. Memory of Manti Teo's dead, <laughs> not dead girlfriend. I feel like... One of my favorite college football stories of all time. You know what? All time. Go ahead. Take the wins. That memory is never going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. This has been an episode of 15 Minute U. We'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, go over some scenarios. Talk college football playoff. Who's in? Who's out? And how we can have nine different types of dark magic happen so that the boys in blue can still get back in. There's always a hope. Thanks so much for tuning in you can remember you can find us on itunes or wherever else you get your fine podcast remember hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode remember folks don't pick them like my brother don't pick them like my brother